to Salt Cravings. I'm Brianna. And I'm Claire. And this is a comedy show where we talk about our cravings and then solve them, hopefully. Hopefully. That's the goal. That's the goal of the show. And uh, and now the show is at 10 episodes. This is our 10th episode. We have two digits now. That's two whole damn digits. It's incredible. It's incredible. It's it's monumental. And I, I, I want to celebrate this by asking how, how you think the show is going, Claire. Do you feel that you've solved a, a majority of your cravings? I don't think I'm ever going to solve a majority of my cravings because I'm always going to have more cravings. Right. Every you... craving sprouts a new craving. My cravings are just hydras. <laughs> so you don't think we're ever going to get to a point where we've solved all your cravings and all of my cravings and therefore we've we've defeated the show. Yeah, I mean, once we cut off all the heads of the show, then I think <laughs> all we're at done. once. Yeah. All at once like a hydra. You have to do every single craving at once or else new cravings will sprout. So really we need a 10-hour episode. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But even that's not really at once, because you're doing one after another. What we really need to be doing here is saying all our cravings at the same time. With no sort of pause. (laughs) We have to record all our cravings, then overlay the audio, just so it's five seconds of shouting, just (laughs) incomprehensibly. (laughs) That's that's actually the eldritch being of cravings. (laughs) That's how you summon it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but no, I, I I feel you on the on the Hydra thing because I think I think the more you develop cravings, the more you figure out new cravings. You're like, okay, well, I thought that what I was craving was this, and it was, but actually within that, I'm craving this part and this part and this part, and those are distinct micro cravings. Micro cravings. Yes, it's it's little cravettes the new new dosage of craving yeah the 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 tiny dose the fun the fun size it's good for parties good for parties good to hand out uh at halloween and uh and all sorts of fun stuff like that well hey you know we're we're in double digits now do you have any uh cravings for double digits i mean i hope that it goes at least 10 times as long as the single digits and you know mathematically i think that looks out. <laughs> Mathematically, that would be, uh, if it goes 10 times as long as double digits, that would be 20 digits. <laughs> I said 10 times. Exactly. 10 times double digits oh. means 20 digits. Right. That's right. how math works. Yeah. I mean, we could it's also... It's two digits times we, 10. We could also be the first podcast that counts our episodes in a different base number. We could have a base Ooh. 12 podcast. <laughs> What's so, a base 12 podcast look like? Well, you have zero up through nine normally, and then I believe you have X, <laughs> and then you have E, <laughs> and then you have one zero, which is 12. Okay, And then wait. one one is 13. Okay. Up. Right. 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 So it's just weird. So you've added two new numbers that are letters. It's just base 12. Right. I just will... I, I mean, we could also go base two, and then it's just... <laughs> I mean, we're on episode 10, so we're on episode uh, 110. Wow. Look Sorry, at us. 101. We're zooming through. No, I was right. 1,010. Wait. I'm really bad at math what? right now. What is... What? Nothing that you... 1010. That would be the episode. Okay, that... You know, I want you to know that nothing you said about that makes any sense to me, but I'm with it. Well, if you know base two, you get it, and I'm funny, and I messed up three times, but I'm still funny. That's canon. Yeah. 
<laughs> That's canon to the lore of salt cravings. It's my life. I messed up three times, but I'm still funny. Exactly. Well, hey, isn't that the way that it always goes? Is it? I mean, it does for me. I don't know. And it does for you, so probably. Fourth time's the charm. Fourth time's the charm. That's the, that's the saying we have here on salt cravings. <laughs> Fourth time's the charm. That's why we have four cravings right. in episode. Yeah. That's actually the reason, in case you were wondering what we have four cravings in episode. The this... first three are always bad, and then we pull out our special one at the end. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That, I love that that implies that only one of us has a good craving each episode. <laughs> yeah, but it alternates, so we're equally as bad. And that is what life is all about. Do you want to give me your first craving? <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, life life is all about it being bad. And, you know, <laughs> the, oh, that's a great start. The best way to sort of procrastinate, I procrastinate a lot. I'm mm-hmm. very good at procrastinating mm-hmm. is I, I very often have the craving to check my phone. Not for any particular reason. Not I'm not like, I yeah. have the craving to go on Facebook. No, no, no. I don't want to go on these social medias. I just want the phone in my hand turned on with yeah. my thumb scrolling through something. I feel that. It's the whole craving. So hard. And I was sort of thinking maybe we could solve how to not check our phones, <laughs> but still solve the craving of checking our phones. All right. Okay. Because I'm really good at procrastinating and I need something else to do. And one of the things that I've yeah. been thinking, at least one alternative, is I play Sudoku now on my phone. <laughs> You know, that does still, like, check your phone, though, doesn't it? Right, but I'm not really checking it. I'm more using the phone as a number put in a box or device. Right, a number put in a box or device. Yeah. That is the traditional name for a smartphone. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, it's, it's the traditional game of Sudoku. Sudoku's great. Do you know what's also great? Is, is, all right. So what I'm, what I'm getting here is you need to procrastinate and you want to procrastinate more. And that is what the point of this craving is. It's not that I want to (laughs) procrastinate more. It's that I am going to procrastinate. I know myself very well. I'm going to do a thing and then I'm not going to want to do the thing. And then I'm going to find something else to do the thing. And if I want to do the other thing more than I want to do the original thing, then I'm going to do the thing. You following this thing? I'm, I'm following exactly the thing. And, and I, I have I have some great advice for you. I have some great advice. If the advice is don't procrastinate, you're too late. I'm already doing something no. else while recording this podcast. <laughs> what what else are you doing while recording this podcast? I'm thinking about dogs. Uh, is that not the core of our brand? I think it is. So it's the I think core you're fine. of our power generation. If you're not thinking dogs. about dogs, you're not really alive. That's where all thought processes. <laughs> all thoughts are dogs. So the way that I love to procrastinate now that that allows me to procrastinate without checking my phone is a thing that a book that I've been reading recently calls Virtuous Procrastination or Virtuitous or something, something like that. It starts with a V, ends with an S. Yes. It's basically procrastination by doing something else that is a virtue, something else that is something you need to do or something that is good to do. It's like when you're like, I don't want to write this essay. So instead, I'm going to do the laundry I've been having by the wayside for four weeks. 
That's a way that I did it last week. I will clean the house sometimes. I'll do the, the kitchen and bathroom. Sometimes I will clean my room. It's a lot of cleaning. It's a lot of cleaning, but it can also be at other things, you know? Maybe instead of wanting to write the thing you've been meaning to write, you just do more research for your thesis. Or instead of doing research for your thesis, maybe you just do your readings. Do all of them. All of your readings. So wait, you procrastinate from doing your readings to writing your thesis, but then you can't think of doing your thesis, so you just procrastinate on writing your thesis that was procrastinating for doing the readings by doing your readings. Exactly that. You've got it. You've got it. It's all about what task you have to do is the least objectionable to you. So you need to create an Ouroboros of tasks that ends up with the original task being both the head and the tail of the snake eating itself. I feel like you're intentionally trying to confuse me now. <laughs> um, You've never seen an Ouroboros? I, I've never seen an Ouroboros. What's an Ouroboros? No, it's just the snake that eats its own tail. Oh, okay. It's like a symbol for the repetition of life. Yeah, that sounds about right. That feels like a pretty good symbol for me and the work that I do. <laughs> I mean, you could also do the 2018 version, which is a dog chasing its own tail. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I am I am like a dog always chasing my own tail by doing whatever piece of work that I have to do that is least objectionable to me. Sometimes I, I will say there is one potential issue with this in that it is still procrastinating. And sometimes the most objectionable task is the one you have to do that's due tomorrow. And sometimes you haven't done it because instead you're recording a podcast. And maybe that's just the life that you lead, you know? And like completely hypothetically, yeah. Um, maybe you still would have screwed yourself over the even though you're done for stuff that for like Monday, but you're you're still kind of screwed for tomorrow. Tomorrow is Tuesday, as everyone listening to this. Knows. <laughs> I guess podcasts don't exist in only the day that they come out. So tomorrow is any day. Tomorrow is Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Sunday. <laughs> Thanks. Just like really a, covered all the bases there. Yeah, no problem. Don't worry, I got it. Or X day or E day. I'll just write a new podcast algorithm so that it fills in that five seconds with just one of the days that you said. <laughs> and and it's whatever day they're listening to it. On. Right. Right, because that is that is how podcasts work. Yeah, it's interchangeable audio and you can yeah. uh, just like it re-downloads on your device every single day. Exactly. Until you listen to it. Yeah, that's we'll how it know. works. <laughs> we'll know. So, so that's my suggestion is to do the other things you need to do instead of checking your phone, because then you feel like a good person in addition to procrastinating. Huh? I guess it does get things done. It does. It, it also doesn't is the other thing is there's just the things that you're never going to do. I mean, that is the central core tenant of procrastination is it's don't true. do the thing that you need to do, do everything else. Exactly. And sometimes the everything else can be good things. Here's the thing that I've discovered, right? Because I have a limited amount of data on a phone, and therefore I have to make a do a lot of the time without using too much internet. And therefore I can't scroll things on, you know, the bus or whatever. And so I just have a notes app where I just make things from my brain in the notes app. I've, you know, you, you have all sorts of lists 
of things, things that you've been meaning to write or to post. The point of it is you're still on your phone and doing something, but you know, you're putting more crap out into the universe. Okay. I mean, on my phone, I've definitely just remembered this, that I've started getting back into Pokemon Go. Like the the new Pokemon game is, of course, coming out, and now they have four generations of Pokemon on Pokemon Go. They have four? They have all, they have like four of the seven generations now. It's, they're catching up. Wow, they're on Sinnoh. Yeah, yeah, they are. That's absurd. Yeah, uh, and so you can also, like, customize your trainer more than you could before. Like, before you could change the color of the top. Now you can get different tops, just like in, like, the new Pokemon games. <laughs> and I'm, I'm really enjoying making my trainer look like a little, uh, hipster. Hipster girl instead of, like, uh, an adventurer, because it's more true to myself. This is a good, this is a good form of procrastination, is making your Pokemon Go trainer look like a a hipster. Yeah, it's Um, also good on the bus, because, um, in, in Vancouver, at least, in Pokemon Go, you can't, uh, go fast. But in Vancouver, mm. the buses never right. go fast. They're slow. They're slow as hell, <laughs> always. Yeah. It's terrible, except in this case where it's great. It's the, it's the one upside because they've changed it. So when you're trying to get your little pokey stops, which, and I'm assuming everyone on the face of this earth played Pokemon Go when it came out. So when yeah. I say pokey stop, everyone listening to this know what I'm talking about. Yeah, exactly. They've made it. So if you open it and you're, if you can't like, stay near it for like two seconds or three seconds like it won't get it won't give you anything it'll be like please try and get later and it's like bitch give me my pokeballs <laughs> i don't know why they're so anti procrastinating on the bus you have to walk around okay it's true but also how are you procrastinating when you're on the bus what are you what are you supposed to be doing when on the bus? Often I will always listen to something or read something yeah. or like it is the one downtime of travel where yeah. I don't have to pay attention versus you know when I am in control. I generally am when when I'm on the bus kind of like this is my downtime right this is my time away from existing and i'll listen to a thing or you know i have done readings though on the bus before can't do that as much this semester because i am in a class that has readings that are in middle english and as it turns out trying to read middle english while being surrounded by a bunch of people talking in modern english may be a little difficult Hmm. so i'm currently in the state of procrastinating on the bus too and you know it's kind of it's kind of nice to procrastinate on the bus So if you had to recommend one or two things to like not check your phone and instead do, what would be your top two? Mm, I mean, uh, instead of checking your phone, but still wanting to procrastinate. yeah? Yeah. I gotta say the virtuous procrastination. I'm a big fan of it. Read a book, specifically that book. Yeah, read specifically that one book. Over and over again. The same book. Just read it again and again and again. My recent favorite form of procrastination has been watching live streams. Okay. But like VODs of live streams. Video on demand? No. Like the, okay, so streamers will have their live streams and then they'll have clips from those live streams and sometimes just like long clips that they put on YouTube and then I will watch those on YouTube. I've been watching a playthrough of Assassin's Creed Odyssey that way. And one may think, 
Why would you watch a playthrough when you could just play that game? And the reason is... I thought playthroughs were so popular. The question was more, why would you play the game when you could just watch the playthrough at this point? That's where I come from. See, this, okay. is, the, this is the thing. One, you know, I don't have to pay for the game. Yeah. <laughs> Which is considerate, considerable because Assassin's Creed Odyssey is new and therefore it's going to be a game that's what, like $120? Oh. Uh, no, $80. It'll be $80. I don't have money for right now. And also, like... Also, it's the same game that came out like 20 years ago, right? I don't know. How long did Assassin's Creed come out? Like 1998? Sure. That's wrong. That's not correct but I'm at sticking all. sticking to it hell now. Yeah. Remember that 1990s eight Assassin's Creed that definitely came out? Yeah. What they they called it Assassin's Creed 1998. That's yeah. what it was called. Uh, it, it does seem different. I'm interested in Assassin's Creed Odyssey because it is ancient Greece, and that's neat to me. And also, you can play as a lesbian, and I'm a fan of that. Oh, you could play as not the the assassin person now you have it's a different assassin person each time what can yeah. you tell that i've never played an assassin's creed game <laughs> i've played a couple basically the they're concept... all just the same person in a white cloak aren't they no the the concept of the game is that you go like these people in the modern day are running simulations where they basically go into the memories of certain people from the past Wow, this is a lot more complex than just <laughs> I am assassin. Basically, I kill people. The, the point of it, point of what I'm saying is, every Assassin's Creed game is in a different setting with a different main character. This is okay. the first time you've been able to play as a woman, and also the first time that you can have romantic entanglements with characters within oh, the game. Nice. So you can just build a whole lesbian crew, and therefore I'm interested in it. I've played Assassin's Creed a little bit, and it's not my type of game to play, but it's really fun to watch. Oh, okay. And so I've been watching a live stream of that. So you really just, uh, you know, and you don't have to watch, obviously, a live stream of that specific game, but find a game that are interested in and you think is cool but you don't know if you necessarily want to play it yourself and pay the cost and just watch a live stream of someone that you think is great doing it how many people you think are streaming assassin's creed 1998 <laughs> <laughs> how about you give me another crate <laughs> okay cool so we are in the semester, this this semester that we're in. You I like know, to this think semester. of myself above it, but go on. I really like to think of myself as above it, but unfortunately I'm in it. And I'm really, really starting to get the craving to graduate. Oh. Oh my God. So the school that I go to, you choose classes for every semester, like a couple of months before that semester starts. And Which is different from where you go. Where right, you where I choose the uh, classes for the, I guess, the seasonal semester. Either the eight months of September through April, April or the four months of uh, June to yeah. August. Yeah, where is... August, made August. Those are four months. <laughs> yeah, you got it. You nailed it. Where I where I go, you choose your courses for fall in midsummer, and then you choose your courses for spring in midfall. Okay. Now I so I've just gotten my enrollment date for the spring semester, and all of my classes seem like they're gonna line up and they're gonna be exactly what I need because my spring semester is my last semester. Well, um, same. Uh yeah, we're graduating at the same time. And 
And people who are listening to this later, wow, we've already graduated. I'm so happy, future me. I've solved this craving already. Yeah, um, this is a craving that only time can solve, which begs the question, we need to build a time machine. Oh, that's a good point. And use it to teleport to... Just after I, I we graduate. Okay, so here's a question. If yeah. we teleport, who's there to graduate? Yeah, see, that's the other thing is I still have stuff to do. Do we throw <laughs> future us back to the past and then they have to complete it? In which case, okay. how does the timeline work? Are we just like living our best life and like suddenly it's like, oh shit, we're done. And then, I don't know, four months, five months later, it's like, all right, now I have to go back and finish oh, my graduation. So what you're and saying- And then I'm going back five months in the future and then mm. continuing from there. Like, how is the timeline going to so work? So what I think you're, what I think you're describing is procrastinating. <laughs> <laughs> procrastinate until you graduate. Oh, that's my- that's Procrastinate my, until you graduate. That's my new tagline. See, I wish I could do that, but I foolishly decided to to do my honors thesis mm. in my last two semesters, which means that I can't even do the time machine thing because I need to be in it where I do all the research and stuff this semester, theoretically, then next semester I write it. So the, the thing the thing that is maybe a problem about the time machine idea is that I'll, I'll go to, we'll go to the future and live our best lives. I'll come back. Just and, like take a few years off. Yeah, take a few years off, come back and be like, what was I writing about? I have no idea what I was writing about. What was I supposed to be researching? Now, the best thing with uh, a time machine, what you could do, at least in my case, um, would be really great is one of the classes that I'm struggling real hard with is called number theory. Ooh. Um, I could take this time time machine, go back to when number theory was invented, and then invent it <laughs> first. Then I show up to my class and I'm like, hey, bitch, I made this. Let me pass without testing me. <laughs> this is mine. Give me a ward. Right. So how are you going to explain why you could have invented it and also be here taking the class on it? I mean, I show them my time machine and then I blow it up so that they can't ask questions, but not before <laughs> I demonstrate with like bringing, I don't know, the professor's dead child back to life. Jesus, <laughs> what the it's a child that they haven't had yet, though. So it's it's the uh, future child. Oh, uh, so you're making the child like, okay, wait. <laughs> <laughs> so then the child you've saved from death. Right. Comes back to the past. But now is in the future going to be an adult person. Right. But I mean, they might still die because now they're in the past. What and... if the professor's not ready to raise that child yet? Well, but they're a child that you've brought back to them and said, here's your problem now. I mean, maybe I just don't ever let them out of the time machine and then <laughs> the time machine up. And that's how their child died. What? 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 Um... <laughs> Give me that A or else your child will inevitably <laughs> die in a time machine accident. And then they give you the A and then you blow it up anyway? Yeah, I mean, time. <laughs> this is really, this is quite, dare I say, evil of a plan. Yeah, but it gets me my A in number theory. <laughs> That's a good point. Just consider, it's pretty evil to be a professor in number theory. <laughs> I'm struggling. I'm only taking my vengeance out because I'm struggling. <laughs> We all have that class that it's like, hey, you teach this 
Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, I, I'm I'm actually fairly excited for what my last semester is going to bring. But mostly the issue that I'm having is getting there. Because right now I'm in a lot of classes. I'm in some classes that are a lot. And one of them involves a bunch of research I haven't done. So maybe the time machine, what I would use it for, would be to go back in time just like a little bit and give myself a little bit more time to uh, do the research I have to do. Oh, I know. Go back in time. Right. Just do one class at a time. Mm. Wait until like a week before semester ends and then go back in time to the beginning of semester and do a different class. But do that for every class. So there's just like for every class, there's a version of you in that class studying really hard for only that class. And then like you all converge at like some point in time a week before the classes end, you go back into the same bodies like some weird sci-fi movie. You all clap hands, right? And then you're all back into one <laughs> version of yourself. And uh, then you take all your tests and you're real good at all of them. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, hmm. Yeah. Is that how time works? No. No, I didn't think that it was. I mean, you couldn't clap. You just have to have sort of a linear, like, there's number one, and there's number two, there's number yeah. three, there's number four, and number four is the one that is, like, the oldest one. But now you've sort of aged 12 extra months, so I guess you're a year older. But yeah. also, like, you got A's in all your classes, so it's, like... It was worth it. Yeah. Oh, exactly. That's that's what it's about. And, and then you graduate, and you're... And you're so happy with the choices that you've made. Uh Uh-huh. I guess the reason that I'm mostly craving graduation is because I've been in classes since uh, kindergarten. I took maybe one semester off to work. But otherwise, I've kind of been in classes my pretty much my entire conscious life. And so I'm really excited to have a period of time where I don't do that, Mm -hmm. where I live a live a life it's not really the act of graduating that i'm excited for but it will also be cool to get to graduate but i'm mostly excited to be done Um, i mean i just learned that you have to apply to graduate yeah i did too yeah i didn't know that you had to like other than just being like yeah i'm done like look my i filled all the boxes and you know they don't have a system that's like oh hey look these kids have I guess we're all adults now. I don't know why I said kids. You know, you're you uh, us as kids at uh, like over twenty. Yeah, I'm a twenty three year old kid for sure. I don't know why they don't just have a system that's like ah oh, heck this person's done. Let's not have to like do anything for yeah. them anymore. Please just let me leave. There's probably something that they're like oh maybe you want to do an extra thing for some reason. Yeah. See the thing is I I knew that you had to apply for graduation but I still have almost forgotten to do it like five times and if I did not get to graduate because even though I knew that you had to graduate I didn't do it because I kept forgetting that I needed to do it that would kind of be in line with what my entire degree has been (laughs) do you want to give me another craving sure my uh my second craving is actually it's about getting to places but it's about when I'm in control. Like I said earlier, it's when I'm driving. I like Hell driving. Yeah. I get the craving to just drive. It's the only mode of transportation that I sort of do crave. Like, I don't really crave to be on the bus. The bus is like awful, slow, yeah. and anxiety. And I like having control of like my mode of transportation. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoy driving around and knowing that if I get somewhere late, it's because of me and not because of the. <laughs> you know that you can blame system. yourself. Right. I can blame myself for it. See, I would love 
to be able to drive for that reason, primarily. Uh, just being able to be in control, right, of where you're going to go. And also, you can just choose to go somewhere. Right. And you don't have to think about, oh, the transit time and blah, 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 blah. Right. Like, I need to go pick up my medication. Like, I can get in the car and go do that and then come back. Man, can't fathom that. I can't fathom not having to make a trip out of picking up your medication where you do also pick up groceries and you also do this thing because they're all along the transit line. Also being able to like drive other people around that can't drive. Like just the other day, I think I was driving for three and a half hours. I had to take someone from the ferry to their place. And then right. it just happened that like uh, my partner was in East Van. And so like I was driving the person home to East Van and then I like picked up my partner and drove them home to Surrey. And then I drove home. And so like Man. all together, it was like, uh, it was like a three and a half hour sort of circle around yeah. the lower mainland but hey like I was able to do it and so why is this a craving why can't you just always be driving well you see driving is expensive it's mm. so yeah. so expensive and it's not even just the like being behind the wheel it's it's also like feeling like I have a little little shield from the outside world. Mm. Feel safe. No more anxiety. I got my anxiety right. shield. Right. Your anxiety shield, which is both a, a metaphysical shield and also a very physical shield of the fact that your car has walls and a roof. Right. But I'm super excited for self-driving cars because then I can have my, my shield. Oh, yeah. My shield move me around. Hey, and not only will you be able to have your shield move you around, you can procrastinate on your phone while yeah, driving. That's true. So I'm thinking, what if, and for a solution to this, because, you know, you can drive here and there, and that's, and that's nice. But what if you could just be driving all the time, and you were just always driving? Oh. What if the whole city <laughs> was on wheels and could just drive? This sounds like some Sisyphus hellscape. Yeah, it really is pretty bad. I guess it is also kind of the fact that you like it alone. So maybe it's just you. You could always be driving anywhere. You're... Your car can float, can so you go whatever. Planes? You want everyone to just drive planes? Well, no. Or little rockets? I'm thinking, you know, hover cars? <laughs> kind of thinking hover cars. How to solve the craving of driving is hover cars. What's your solution, Claire? Uh, Got him. See, you don't have one. Go drive? <laughs> Hey, oh, I don't know, Claire. Why don't you just uh, become an Uber driver? Oh, wait, we're in Vancouver. <laughs> and there's apparently no ride sharing allowed here. Yeah, I know. Uh, for those who aren't in Vancouver, ride sharing is legally banned in Vancouver. It's because taxis make more because money. Because of taxis and, and taxi unions and stuff like that, which, like, I understand. But it's also hard. This is a thing that I find as a disabled person. I would really appreciate being able to just drive everywhere. Unfortunately, I cannot drive because... Because I never learned for some reason. Oh, the reason was anxiety <laughs> about being in control of a vehicle mm. on roads. And I never learned. And even if I did learn, I don't know if I'd be able to afford a car. Cars are, as you've said, expensive. They are expensive. I pay to drive about four times as much as I do to be able to take the bus. That's yeah. a lot of money. It is. There was like a period there where you just did not have access to your car because you needed to fix it. And also, mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's old. It's a little, it's old. It's a little garbage pile of uh, on wheels. What's your, what's your, do you want to describe your car for the listeners? Sure. It's a 99 silver Honda Accord. Oof. If that means anything to anyone. You know, uh, well, as a car enthusiast. It's 19 years old. That's, it's an adult. Oh, it's a legal adult. Your car's a legal adult. <laughs> it can drink. <laughs> 
see it guzzling that fuel. I'll pour some vodka in its engine. <laughs> That'll go real well. <laughs> just just uh, do shots with your car. Yeah. Shot, shots. And then obviously don't drive it. <laughs> uh, but do shots with your car and then just kind of sit in it and just, just cheers with your car. It's a great fun time. Car's going to have children soon. Your car's going to have children? Yeah. Wow. What are those children going to... Little gas particle children. Poops out little gas particles. <laughs> What, do you think people... Sorry. <laughs> I love the implication there that humans poop out children. I don't think that that's how it works. I like how you compared humans to cars. Well, isn't that the whole bit? <laughs> isn't that what we've been doing? You said the car is going to have kids soon. I don't know if you noticed, cars don't have kids. The most you could say cars have kids is when you... Look at the car to go. Look at the smart car. <laughs> Tell me that isn't some car's child. <laughs> Does the smart car grow up into... Into a big car? Into yeah. a big car. What is the... What is... <laughs> so monster trucks are the final... <laughs> Cars go through a series of evolutions. Yeah. They're actually like Pokemon. Right. And cars, and just like Pokemon, cars don't do live birth. They give birth to eggs. <laughs> car eggs. Car eggs. They're just eggs, but they have wheels on them. <laughs> Great. Oh, like the little remote control cars that you give to children. They exactly. hatch into those. And they hatch into those. Cars. And then with careful raising, uh -huh. those cars can become like slightly bigger cars. Well, this is why you give kids the cars with the remote control because then exactly. when they grow up they can grow up with their car and then eventually when they're old enough they drive <laughs> that exact car that has turned into a more teenager car. When, when were you given your car companion? I was actually... Your car panion. I was born side by side with my car panion. Wow, yet it's only 19. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Cars age slower. <laughs> Time is slightly different for cars. Not that different. He's cars just, already have time machines. They're still 19, but <laughs> cars... Uh, car time machines. Well, you know, car time is different, as you've said, yeah. right? Car time is different from transit time. Mm -hmm. um, it's much faster in a car. Right. And therefore, cars age slower uh -huh. for some reason. I mean, it's the same with, like, you know, the faster you move, the slower time goes. That's just how it works. That's accurate. It Haven't is. you ever seen... The, what is the fundamental theory of... Um, no, Einstein. Einstein did this. Why could I not remember what it's called. Do you mean E equals MC squared? Theory no. of relativity? It theory? is the theory of relativity, but that is not E equals MC squared. That's the conservation of mass. Listen, buddy, I was just repeating things that I knew were associated <laughs> with Einstein. I don't know <laughs> but shit But it is the science. theory of relativity. You yeah. got it. Okay, so theory of relativity. The faster you move, the slower things go. Yeah, that, that, that makes sense to me. When you mentioned that, I was definitely thinking of like pop culture references, but the scientific theory of why that happens also makes sense. So yeah, you the faster you go, the slower the slower time goes, and that's why cars are aging slower. So you were born side by side with your car. What mm -hmm. was it like sort of uh, well, in, growing up? In the hospital. Right. My mother was obviously in the hospital and my car's parent because cars don't have gender. Let's be real here. Yeah, but just quick segue. <laughs> People do give their cars gender all the time though. So I guess cars can have an assigned gender. <laughs> yes. Well, my car didn't have an assigned gender. Glad to hear it. And so as we were both coming out of the hospital together, hand in car door. <laughs> 
yeah. um, walking out together as a baby and as a baby car. Yes. I don't know. We just sort of uh, went off into the sunset. Do you want to give me a craving? <laughs> I would love to give you another craving. And my last craving is specific and I think could be broader than it is. And that's kind of the core of my craving. Specific and broader. <laughs> Go Such on. Such a dumb joke. <laughs> um, so I really like Hearthstone, except I don't. Hearthstone. I didn't know this about you. I'm lying. Of course, of I knew course this about you. Hearthstone is a really fun digital card game that also sucks. It is really fun because it is well done in terms of it looks great. It's pretty simple mechanics. It's got some cool like game systems. It's a well designed game. It is terrible because it is all microtransactions. It is all like buying card packs online that don't have any even physical like meaning because that's digital card games and it is just the worst like in terms of cost stuff costs so much in hearthstone and you can't do stuff without spending a whole lot of money and so my craving is that i want a new hearthstone that is distinct from hearthstone in that it doesn't have those microtransactions i want a digital card game that is fun to play and cool without having all of those microtransactions all of the money that you have to spend spend to, to actually play and enjoy the game where you're just given some cards and then, hey, maybe you spend money on an expansion and you get the cards for that expansion or something. Have I got the game for you? What's the game? It's Pokemon, the trading card game, the Game Boy game. See, this is exactly it, right? It's like, a, okay, just to like say, yeah. I've recently revisited that game like a year ago. It's hard. <laughs> it's not easy. Like games used yeah. to be real hard and like they programmed the trainers to be real good at the games. Also, you start out with a not good deck, so maybe that's just not having a good yeah. deck, but like, the, the trainers know how to play the card game? Yeah. This is something that I know, because when I was younger, uh, I didn't play the Pokemon trading card game, but I did play a Yu-Gi-Oh! Like, oh, did... the Yu-Gi-Oh! games? Oh, yeah. I played all the Yu-Gi-Oh! Oh, games. Yeah. I played, oh, yeah. I played several of them, and they are, they were so fun. I oh, went yeah. back and revisited one of them the other month, and it was a really good time. I am so hugely into digital card games where you get new cards by playing the game, right? Digital card games that have a story mode is really cool. I'm really into that. And, you know, you can play with other people and that's fine, but I don't, I ever really want to play with other people. I kind of just want to collect cards and make cool decks. You know, one trading card game that I never really got into, but was always sort of like interested in? What? Was the Adventure Time card game. I had never heard of this. Yeah, so they have like episodes in Adventure Time, sort of like, I feel like advertising their game, yeah. but also like talking about it. I, I, I don't know anything about the game. I've just, I've mm -hmm. seen it. There are games on like electronic games for the card game. And there's a card game mm -hmm. in real life. And there's the card game in the show. And it's cute. I don't know. It seems it like Adventure Time is cute. So it has yeah. to be cute. I like that seems like a good game that they could like make for the Switch or make for like, I don't know, the PS4, the Xbox 720. What are the new other ones? I don't know. Yeah, Xbox the Xbox One. The Xbox 69, you know. <laughs> but yeah, no, I've never heard of the Adventure Time card game, but it sounds cool. I've definitely heard of Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh card yeah. games, and those were cool. Oh, but... you know what we need to do? Because, like, we know mm -hmm. these card games because we played these games in elementary school. Right. Now, just hear me out. Okay. We need to go up to preferably teachers of elementary school. <laughs> this is the less weird option. <laughs> and ask them, what are the children playing these days ah. as card games? Ah. 
And then where do we go from there? Well, then we like, obviously we play these games too. And then yeah. we dominate on the online games and all these children okay. cry because we're better than them. Okay. I feel like you and I have different goals with what we're talking about here. <laughs> I'm talking about a card game that I can just play to have fun because card games are fun right. without having to spend a whole lot of money. You're saying, let's get into another <laughs> card game hobby yeah, that we will have to spend money on because we will have to be better than the children. No, we don't have to. We just will be. Okay. Well, yes, but that's children, first yeah. of all. I don't really just, I don't really care about beating people in card games. The thing that's fun about card games is like winning. And the thing that's not fun about card games is losing. Right. <laughs> Online card games are built to make it so that at least one person is not going to have fun. So like the one card game that I sort of, I guess, as an adult, I wouldn't say I actively still engage in it, but it's like, it's magic. Like I have magic decks. I have decks cool. that I could pull out and play with at any time. It's what Hearthstone is based off of. A lot of it is yeah, based off a lot of, of a lot magic. of Hearthstone mechanics come from magic and they're quite similar. Right. And, and magic similar. was around when we were children. It's, it's been it, around for a long it's time. It's a game that has persisted and magic's cool. They have like electronic versions of magic and still the microtransactions. Like exactly. You, you just, I want those Yu-Gi-Oh games back. I want exactly. the, you know, you pay $60, you get your game, you get your, exactly. you pay it once and you have your game. And that is in terms of what I want from games. That's what I want from more games in general. I, I have talked, I hate loot boxes. I hate everything about that mechanic. And I hate when they are like, oh, the game's free to get into, but you have to spend $400 to actually play it. So I know um, what you want. What you want Hearthstone story mode. Yeah, I do. Because they have single player modes. Oh. <laughs> but those single player modes are not like things that help you progress and get more cards. They're like other things that you can do for fun. And that's and that's nice. But I really, I want that kind of RPG style card game thing where you just collect more cards by playing mm -hmm. the game more and by beating more NPCs and stuff. And, you know, why would you keep playing after you get all the cards? Because they release then an expansion or something that you can get and just get... Or like, a new story mode with an, ex a as a new story mode. cards. Exactly. An expansion that is a new story mode with different sets of cards. I mean, just thinking about this now as a developer, you could just be like, all right, you can build your deck for the story mode. You can use your story mode deck anywhere else, but you can't use your other decks in the story mode. It's a one-way thing. And like, there yeah. you go. You've just made a real good way to make people keep buying your games. I feel that we are on two different levels here. See, the thing is, is that I just want it to be mostly the story mode that you can... Right. But if it's Hearthstone, you're going to want to use your story mode deck after you beat the game elsewhere. Oh. Right, right. This is what I'm saying. Well, so you can take that story mode deck and oh, use it so online. You, so you but have you can't to use beat... your online decks in the story mode because otherwise that's like you're you're overpowered. What I'm what I'm understanding here is that like you can only use a deck after you've beaten the story mode with it. Is oh, that no, you the can, thing? As in like a Yu-Gi-Oh game, you have like your deck that you start off with. And right. this is like your story mode deck. You could use it wherever, but you can't use your other decks in the story mode. Your story mode deck can of course then get better as you progress through the game. And maybe you have some like unique legendaries that you can't get anywhere but the story mode, obviously, because that's how you sell the story mode. And then you can like put those deck cards in your story mode deck. 
Yes. And then you could use that online. And then now you have this very fun, legendary card. After you've beaten the story mode, you have this really good deck. You could do all of those things. And Hearthstone did kind of have that for a bit, adventures, but then they got rid of them because they were too, because you only paid like 20 bucks for it. And then you got all, and you didn't even have to pay that. You could get it with gold. And then you got new cards and it was great, except it didn't make them enough money. So they got rid of it. Yeah, this is why Hearthstone is terrible, is that they won't do something like that. So I just need a new card game entirely. Maybe it's Pokemon or Yu-Gi-Oh coming back. Or maybe it's just a new card game that we designed that is based off of... Salt Cravings. Salt Cravings card game. So, okay, let's design the Salt Cravings card game. Okay. So cards are based off of things we talk about in Salt Cravings, yeah? You got your craving cards. You have your craving cards. Comic relief cards your your comic relief cards and each person is of course like you are either a claire or you're a brianna there's two classes right just like the mmo that we created (laughs) once upon a time so let's say we're playing this game and and you've got your craving cards which are so our craving cards like kind of generic are like the just the they're like the main card so they're they're like your creature card but they're your craving card Right. And they're just the different cravings that we've said. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And then you get more advanced ones, which are the stupid solutions we've come up with to cravings. Oh, solution cards. Solution cards. And this is how you fight craving cards with solution cards. Exactly. It's sort of like creatures and, and like effects. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, it matches up somehow. They have effects. Somehow. Just like, just like most games. You know, I play Herbosaurus Rex. <laughs> <laughs> I play Herbosaurus Rex in attack mode. Because we have attack mode and defense mode that we've just stolen from you. <laughs> <laughs> um... What's, what's the card you play in response to my Herbosaurus Rex? Handy helpers. Oh, I'm going to get God. your Herbosaurus a handy. Ah, well, wait. <laughs> no. No. But see, <laughs> I'm going to counter those. I'm going to counter those with my shield, uh, with my solution card that is acting as a shield type um, mechanic. It's a shield mechanic uh-huh. where it protects a creature. I turn a your craving. shield into a guacamole force field. <laughs> the shield was carpet. The shield was carpet. Was metal carpet. Now your carpet is covered in guacamole. Ah, oh, dang it! This I... episode brought to you by Callbacks. <laughs> It's the tenth episode. It's the anniversary, you know. <laughs> yep. The tenth anniversary of Salt. Cravings. I don't think that's how anniversaries work. The tenth anniversary, and so we're doing all these callbacks. So are these cravings killing us? Um. Yeah. I mean, aren't our cravings always killing us? <laughs> the Herbosaurus Rex is just a ca- a card that constantly increases in stats. It's like <laughs> a- at the end of every turn, double this creature's stats. Yeah. I mean, that's that's definitely a card that exists in Magic. That's close to a card that exists in Hearthstone. Great. So you have all these craving cards and all these solution cards. And of course, we're the, we're the hosts. So we're the, the player characters. Right. You are each a host. Yeah, that's what this was called. How do... And so you just, you win like any other card game. No, see, like, I think this is the thing that makes our card game special is uh-huh. you win together. You play cooperatively? Yeah, it's a co-op card game. One-on-one oh. co-op card game. Hang on. Also, because there's story mode, maybe <laughs> similar to how Hearthstone did Adventures, is you're playing against one of the cards, and then when you beat them, you get that card. Okay, alright. Like, you, we have a you have a battle against the Herbosaurus <laughs> Rex, so who just, has his own mechanics. Let me just get this straight. Yeah. So on this podcast, 
we are talking about a card game where you win if you create a successful podcast. And that's salt cravings, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening today to our podcast about... Or tomorrow. Or tomorrow. I mean, maybe you paused it and like you've paused it right now. Pause it right now. If you don't pause it right now. (laughs) If you don't pause it right now, we'll know. We'll know and we'll find you. And then you listen to it tomorrow. Hey, now it's tomorrow. Um, Hey, welcome to tomorrow. I mean, I guess now it's today. I hope you have a great day today. Yeah. (laughs) On this tomorrow day. Yeah. Now that you've Um, waited 24 hours for this joke. It's a 24 hour joke. (laughs) And when you come back uh, to this, you'll you'll get to hear about our uh, social media. Yeah. That is on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. At Salt Cravings. On all of them, in fact. It is the same on all of them. I just want to say that I'm very proud of the fact that it is the same on all of them. You're welcome. And when you are done checking out our social media... You've had 24 hours. You should go leave us a review of those 24 hours that have now passed since we've gotten past Well, okay, you can do it now, but you are going to be... You have been procrastinating it. Yeah. So you should probably just go do that now and you waited 24 hours. You might as well just just go onto iTunes, log in, leave us a review. Like, it doesn't have to be good yeah. i would like it to be good but like hey you can be like hey these two aren't really funny and but we're really funny we'll know you're lying <laughs> yeah give us if you like the show give us a review if you don't like the show uh um, why are you listening yeah to 10 we're episodes? at 10 episodes now you had so much time to jump off <laughs> yeah I, unless you're just jumping on here in which case welcome thanks. go leave us a review anyway thank you so much <laughs> I think the point and the moral of the story today is, you know, I kind of don't want to figure it out right now. Can we just procrastinate our <laughs> ending and do it another time? Let's just sort of solve it next time. Yeah. Or never. I don't really want to do an outro. Yeah. Let's just not okay. do an outro this week. Right. <laughs> Great.